At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Welcome to the South Point Sportsbook. Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds here on My Guys in the Desert. It's a Thursday, and it's uh, about 24 hours before the MLB trade deadline, Wes, and we have a lot of action and uh, a lot of rumors. We do. And we also have an NBA draft to talk about tonight, but let's start in baseball. And uh, we'll get to some of the big deals that have been made here in the past 24 hours, but how about the reports of a, a monster deal about to be made? Uh, and that would be Max Scherzer from D.C., to San Diego, and it uh, looks like the Padres are making a bold move here for Mad Max and going to outbid the L.A. Dodgers. Yeah, this was put out there about an hour ago by Ken Rosenthal at The Athletic that the Padres are very close, pretty much on the doorstep of making this acquisition. We don't know the particulars as of yet, but Max Scherzer, we kind of knew that he was likely to be on the move. By the way, this was his goodbye start, apparently, to Washington, D.C., a 3-1 win over the Philadelphia Phillies in the first game of that doubleheader that's still ongoing here, second game ongoing in the sixth inning. But nevertheless, Max Scherzer, we kind of felt, was going to be moving somewhere. We had heard the Dodgers have obviously been gauging some interest, but it looks like the Padres have landed the deal at some point. And look, I guess you can certainly understand it from a San Diego standpoint because they've fallen off the pace a little bit in the NL West. They're still ahead in the wild card, but all of a sudden you looked at the wild card standings last night and it's like the Reds who you didn't know if they were going to necessarily be buyers or sellers at this standpoint because they're kind of in that purgatory right now where maybe they can't catch the Brewers seven games back, but... 
the San Diego, I think, just kind of needed some kind of little spark, and Max Scherzer, Mad Max may provide that because it obviously strengthens a strength with that rotation. The concern long-term, I think, for the Padres, and we'll get into this more later in the program, the concern is their bullpen's one of the best in baseball, but they're also one of the most used in baseball. Mm-hmm. So you wonder if when you're getting into August here and into September as you're uh, racing for the pennant and the division and the playoff spots, wild card, et cetera, if that bullpen is going to hold up. So I guess the solution to that problem, according to the Padres, is let's get a guy and go into the sixth and seventh inning pretty much every start. And that looks like they, that's what they are going to do with Max Scherzer. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed today, but uh, our colleague Tim Murray here at BC and DC guy is getting very teary-eyed about the departure of he, uh, Max. He, he's very wa- he's wanting the retirement Scherzer. ceremony right now uh, in Nationals Park. Well, uh, Mad, Mad Max turned uh, 37 two days ago. Mm-hmm. But he's he's got a lot of mileage on him. But I will say this: if there's one guy I don't mind giving money to or seeing a big contract go to, it's Mad Max. He mm-hmm. gives you 100% effort all the time. He can go deep into games. Yeah, occasionally he's going to get lit up. In fact, the Padres lit him up. Yeah, uh, actually, what was that? Wes, about a month ago. Yes. I remember watching that game when the Padres lit up Mad Max. But uh, Blake Snell's been a disappointment. The Padres starting staff did not turn into the strength that mm-hmm. we thought it was going to be. And like you said, that's uh, that's tended to uh, overwork the bullpen. And maybe Max Scherzer can help the situation. I think what it also does, Wes, as much as anything, it keeps Scherzer away from the Dodgers and the mm-hmm. Giants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And speaking of that game, Giants now up 4 nothing in the bottom of the fifth. Price against uh, Cueto. So, look, you look at the standings in San Diego, all of a sudden seven in the loss column, four in the win column. So they're five and a half back at the Giants. And I think now that we've reached that, like, 100 game mark the San Francisco Giants don't look like they are going anywhere at this standpoint they look like they're going to be in it for the long haul of course the Dodgers uh two and a half back starting today or actually two back starting today and maybe ending up uh falling further because the Giants have the lead here in the bottom of the fifth inning with some runners on so Padres, I think, had to do something. Of course, they did get Frazier from the Pirates last week. So that gives you a pretty strong infield from that standpoint. Another uh, bat with some pop in it in the lineup. But the bullpen, I they, they got to somehow work that out. I'm surprised maybe that they didn't get kind of one of those middle to set up guy type arms. We saw Andrew Chafin move from the Cubs to the Oakland A's this week. So these guys are always in high demand. It's like the NHL trade deadline, Matt. If you're a journeyman, good defenseman in the NHL, second, third line guy, mm-hmm. you're always going to have a spot at the trade deadline. So that's kind of what relievers are. But Padres electing to uh, add another starter. And you mentioned Blake Snell, who'd been good at home. Not so good yesterday. No, he was not good yesterday, and the Padres got pounded by the A's, who, uh, by the way, picked up Starling Marte. So the A's pick up a uh, good bat, a good outfield bat. The Yankees are trying to make some moves. We're going to take a look at all the uh, odds adjustments, the uh, trade deadline activity, and what might happen in MLB. Like we said, we're uh, 23 hours away from the trade deadline, actually. Uh, It's my guys in the desert, V-CIN, the Sports Betting Network. At the South Point Sportsbook, Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds, my guys in the desert, V the Sports Betting Network. It's a Thursday afternoon. Wes, it's a busy Thursday yes. afternoon. 
Not only do we have the MLB trade deadline and a full MLB schedule to talk about today, the NBA draft is tonight. And uh, most props now off the board for the NBA draft with uh, a lot of information leaking on what's going to happen in the top five of the draft. We'll get to that in a few minutes. We've also got Kenny White joining us uh, today to preview Atlanta Coast Conference football. We previewed the SEC and the Big Ten with Kenny and the ACC is up next today. The Tampa Bay Rays put a 14-0 beating on the Yankees. Uh, first time I checked the score today, the Yankees were down a touchdown and they could never close the gap. And it was Garrett Cole getting pounded out of the gate today. He did strike out 10 mm-hmm. in five and a third innings, but he gave up uh, six hits, two walks, and eight runs, seven of those earned. And then uh, when Aaron Boone called to the pin, it got even worse. And the Yankees got pounded 14-0 at Tampa. But the Yankees did win two of the first three in the series. And uh, I still think it was probably a positive series for the Yankees. Yeah, uh, Tampa Bay uh, with the 14 spot. Uh, Donald Iguibuike or Martin Gramatica kicked the extra point for the Rays today. So 14 uh, nothing, two touchdown winner over the Yankees. And look, this is going to probably change at least a little bit in the AL Cy Young price, too, from Garrett Cole's standpoint, who'd been kind of the small favorite. Lance Lynn and Carlos Rodon close. By the way, Carlos Rodon took a loss today in Kansas City for the White Sox so you know Lance Lynn may be becoming the favorite the pride and joy of Brownsburg Indiana here in the AL Cy Young Mm -hmm. we've kind of been waiting for the regression in the second part of the season but it has not come so 14 to nothing raise over the Yankees Yankees now 53 and 48 obviously they have taken a little bit of movement as you see down to 22 to 1 for the World Series at BetMGM down to 10 to 1 in the American League still 11 to 1 in the AL East and there you see those Cy Young uh, odds that we're about to put up from BetMGM. Lance Lynn was plus 275. Garrett Cole minus 120. How's Garrett Cole the favorite? I, I think it's it, a lot of it might be just on reputation because I think Rodone oh, and Lynn have been such surprises for the Southsiders because we were all thinking, okay, maybe Giolito's the guy this year. And, and he's been okay, but he hasn't been a Cy Young level guy. And then obviously there is a I'm major looking at two guys off. on that list. Lance Lynn at plus 275 and Chris Bassett at 30 to one Bassett with a strong finish could sneak his Garrett Cole's not going to be Cy Young. Yeah. He gets pounded again today and he's been lit up basically. Uh, more often than not, since the MLB cracked down on foreign substances and I think took away the cheating angle uh, from Garrett Cole. He's still got a power fastball, and he's going to strike out some guys, but the A's let him up. Austin Meadows had two homers in that 14-0 mm-hmm. win for the Rays. Yeah, so uh, that is going to obviously narrow here. I think Lance Lynn is going to start to get some more support, and I would not su- be surprised to see him within a day or two at under $2 or at like plus 150 from that standpoint. But look, the Yankees, uh, they were kind of in the middle there too. I know there were some people saying, okay, you guys got to sell a little bit. They finally get a left-handed bat in that lineup with Joey Gallo. It's like, okay, why didn't you do that in the offseason when you had a chance with Kyle Schwarber but nevertheless they're adding a bat to that lineup so they're going to score runs but all of a sudden when your ace gets pounded around yeah. the day before the trade deadline uh cause for concern in the Bronx especially an ace that you gave 324 million to and I've said this about Brian Cashman so many times we'll talk about the Yankees later in the show more in depth but how can you sit there for the past offseason and not add a left-handed power bat to that lineup Kyle Schwarber was just sitting there mm-hmm. and Cashman didn't make a move now today Joel Sherman the baseball writer for the New York Post uh, reported there's growing belief that Kyle Schwarber gets traded as early as today. <coughs> this tweet came out three hours ago. Here that the Yankees are interested. Schwarber currently on the injured list with a hamstring injury, uh, but the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, and the Yankees in the hunt for Kyle Schwarber. 
and the Yankees picked up Joey Gallo, the best left-handed power bat out there uh, last night. Let's look at the odds adjustments since the Yankees picked up Gallo. Now, the Yankees, I talked with uh, William Hill, the VCN handicapper, about this this morning. He's a big Yankees fan like I am. I don't think it's so much about this year. You've got to start remaking this lineup yes. for the future. For next year, you've got to start making changes now. And this is the easiest time to make changes right before the trade deadline. You've got to start looking at, hey, what's our lineup going to look like next year? You can't necessarily put all your eggs in one basket and say we have to make the playoffs. We have to make a wild card because that could be a, a quick death in the wild card. The Yankees before and after the Joey Gallo trade, World Series line movement at BetMGM from 25-1 to 1 to 22-1. to 1. AL pennant from 14 to 10, AL East from 13 to 11. Uh, Wes, I think the Yankees' chances to make the playoffs hinge more on some moves, some more moves they could make. That's a big move right there, but they've got to make one or two more. Right, and and I don't think the bullpen issues <laughs> and woes are necessarily solved as of yet uh, with the Yankees. Of course, uh, Chapman did get that save the uh, the other night here at Tampa Bay, and the the uh, parade route uh, was being designed in the Bronx because the role this Chapman and Britton and Green and that bullpen that's really struggled had not yet blown a save, so at least they got one home, but they do have to, I think, do a little bit more. I don't think the Joey Gallo addition is going to be enough for this team. All right, let's bring in Kenny White. It's time to talk college football. You can follow him on Twitter at KYDVegas, also uh, at the Power Ratings and thepowerratings.com. Kenny, great to have you on this week. We've talked SEC and Big Ten with you, and let's talk uh, ACC, which got two teams into the playoff last year. Uh, is it possible that could happen again with uh, North Clemson and North Carolina? Probably not. Not going to get two of the four into the playoffs. But break down your uh, general overview of the ACC. Yeah, the only way I think we could get to it is if North Carolina upsets Clemson in that ACC championship game, and that would be Clemson's only loss. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a little diff difficult to get to, but uh, it's going to be exciting. Um, the ACC, I think this year, um, they they rival uh, the SEC, I think, in talent. Their, their top teams are awfully good. Clemson, obviously the best, but North Carolina's made strides. NC State has made strides, and, and Miami of Florida. And, you know, this makes sense because when you have a program as good as a Clemson, uh, when you're recruiting kids, it's you can recruit, hey, you're going to get to play against Clemson, and, and that's that's big. So uh, each school has been able to do a good job recruiting. North Carolina, Mac Brown, I think has done the best job recruiting and bringing in talent, and he has a Heisman Trophy quarterback. If you're going to win, if you're going to win a championship, you better have a great quarterback, and North Carolina has one. We're not going to get likely Clemson and North Carolina, the two top contenders in the ACC until the ACC championship game, although Miami may have something to say about that in the Coastal Division. But, Kenny, when you look at the schedule for Clemson, obviously it eases up after that first game against Georgia, South Carolina State, UConn, South Carolina, the non-conference opponents. The uh, only team that they play that had a winning conference record in ACC play last season is NC State. So they do have to go on the road and face NC State and Pittsburgh but it doesn't look like anybody in the regular season can stand in front of that team. So let's say Clemson does lose week one in this game, neutral site game in Charlotte against the Georgia Bulldogs. Obviously, uh, big playoff implications there. Is it going to be enough to get into the playoff if they just go ahead and run the table? I would think it would be, barring that they play North Carolina in that game. 
Yeah, that being uh, that early in the season too, Wes, and uh, to losing to a Georgia's, you know, that's uh, I don't think going to be held against them because Georgia's being held in high regard. I think they're ranked top five in most AP in most of the polls. So, uh, yeah, that that would be an upset, but. Uh, a lot of people would think it's not that great of an upset. Um, and running the table to go undefeated, 11 and one or 12 and one, the way Clemson has been the last couple of years, yeah, that they're automatically into the top four. Kenny, let's turn to North Carolina really quick. And I know that you're very high on this team. We've talked about Sam Howell, somebody you like, kind of in that second group in terms of a Heisman race. You know, mid-teens to one, basically, is the market average. But UNC, they get a real test in the opening week. They do get Virginia Tech and uh, hot seat for Justin Fuente is brought back, but two of the last three seasons for Virginia Tech have been losing seasons. That 27-year bowl streak is now over here. Uh, North Carolina and Miami are kind of priced a little bit equally. Why do you give the edge to the heels over the Hurricanes in that spot? Yeah, I've got a, a just a much higher power rating offensively and defensively for, for North Carolina. Um, and Mac Brown has done a great job of, of using a lot of guys on his first two years. So he's gotten so many different players, a starting experience and, and Virginia tech has done as well. Uh, I have 12 offensive players and 13 defensive players for Virginia tech with over 350 starts or more. Um, but North Carolina, I think has brought in bigger, stronger, faster athletes. I think they just have some athletes that, uh, uh, a little bit, a little bit better than Virginia tech, but the. The difference maker is at the quarterback position. I have Sam Howell nine points better than Braxton Bergmeier. So there's really your biggest difference between the two teams and their power rating. I have a 12-point difference between the two teams. Nine of it is in the quarterback position. All right, Kenny, I've got it right here, your uh, college football power ratings magazine. And uh, a lot of people who have read this have uh, had questions about one team in particular near the top. How does Kenny White rank North Carolina State so high? Number six. So what do you see in North Carolina State that maybe others don't see right now? Yeah, and I absolutely love it because, you know, it, it, it nice to have a differential that from everybody else. No one has North Carolina State in their top 25. Um, I, I the, the team has so much returning talent. 14 players uh, on offense and 14 on defense with 350 snaps or more. Uh, Devin Leary is the guy. I think he's an outstanding quarterback. I don't, I don't have him rated extremely high, so I know I don't really have this team overrated at a, at a high value, but love the running back uh, uh, Zenovan Knight, uh, outstanding rating, and their their offensive line is tremendous. Uh, several players that maybe have a shot at the at the NFL, their center, Grant Gibson is one, their uh, left tackle uh, is also an NFL guy. Their defense is loaded with solid players. Best player on the defense, Isaiah Moore, their middle linebacker, is a tackling machine with great speed, side-to-side -side field. Um, yeah, D Dave Dorian did a great job at Northern Illinois. It's He's been at NC State for eight years now, um, and I finally think he has his best team ever. Again, in the year of uh, COVID and bringing back all these fifth, six-year seniors, uh, North Carolina State has quite a few on their roster, and they're going to um, they're going to benefit from that. Eight and four last year. I think they improve on that this year, even though I only have 8.8 wins because they do have a difficult schedule. This is a really good football team. All right, looking at the ACC win totals right there on the chart, and those are from BetMGM. Clemson, 11 and a half. How about that? The uh, over is even money. North Carolina, nine and a half. Miami, nine and a half. 
NC State all the way down at six and a half. That's uh, Kenny's number six power-rated team in the country, Wes. Well, I'm with him in terms of the ACC betting guy, or the Visa betting guide, rather. ACC is one of the conferences I did. And I do like the over on that win total at six and a half. And finally getting Leary where it's like finally his job because he had to battle Bailey Hawkman and they've had some injuries and Leary came back, got COVID. So this team had a lot of adversity. I think Dave Doran at least has it in a relatively stable place. But speaking of a program also in that division, Kenny, in the ACC Atlantic, that may be getting to a stable place, albeit in the second year with the new head coach, and that's Jeff Halfley at Boston College. I thought this team didn't do too bad for a team that uh, only had five spring practices, got a six and five season. They played competitive against both Clemson and North Carolina. However, it was on the other side because Virginia Tech beat them pretty solidly, and it was one-sided against UVA. But what do you make of the BC Eagles second year with Phil Yurkovec in the system. They're trying to be more of a passing team than the running team they were under Adazio. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I like the, you know, when Jurgovic came over from Notre Dame, I thought that was a great pickup for them. Uh, their offensive line is tremendous. I have them rated a 111, um, basically 11 points higher than the average team. They got 15 guys back on defense that have 350 snaps or more from a defense. They did allow 27 points a game last year, but I think you're going to see a great improvement on the defensive side. Um, I think Halfley is the right guy for the, for the job. I really do. I think that they'll be a little more conservative this year. They'll use that offensive line. They'll try to keep their defense fresh. Uh, they're going to be competitive. 7.6 wins I have them. Uh, second best, uh, third best team in the Atlantic is I have NC State. And it's very interesting when you throw up the wins and NC State is seventh most wins in the conference, mm -hmm. and I am sixth best team in the country. Yeah. This is one of the best bets you will ever make in your life. Uh, North Carolina State is that good. That's ridiculous. Um, my win total, again, I think is even low. At, uh, I think I have 8.8 .8 wins. Uh, NC State, 8.7 wins on the year, and that's because the schedule they play. Mm -hmm. As I said, the ACC is vastly improved. This is close to being an SEC-type conference right now. All right, one of the best bets you will make in your life, Kenny White says. Uh, NC State over 6.5 on the win total and uh, the over is plus money at BetMGM right now, plus 110. Kenny, uh, can you sum up some other best bets, win totals, anything else you have in the ACC right now? Yeah, a couple teams. Uh, Wake Forest, I have under under six and a half, but a couple of uh, um, trends I'll give you. They're in the magazine. Dabo Sweeney and Clemson, 53 and 30 in the first half, his ATS record in the first half. Amazing. Guys that are not prepared in the second half. Pat Narduzzi, 30 and 44, ATS second half. Does not make the right adjustments. And uh, second half totals. Brian Kelly from Notre Dame gets very conservative, runs the ball, 44 and 29. He protects the lead. Remember, he's a Bill Belichick guy, a big fan, and he, he does the same thing as Belichick does, shorten the game. The other one's Narduzzi in Pittsburgh. They get so conservative, they're 48 and 26 to the under in the second half. So use those trends for your uh, second half wagering in 2021. Yeah, and also keep in mind, Notre Dame's not playing an ACC schedule uh, this season. Notre the Irish, I think, playing five ACC opponents uh, this season. But, uh, Kenny, always appreciate your insights, man. It's uh, great to talk to you every week on college football. ThePowerRatings.com, ThePowerRatings.com, and Kenny White Sports. Com. Looking sharp in the sport coat today, man. Thanks a lot. 
Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a great weekend. All right. That's uh, Kenny White, longtime Las Vegas odds maker. Notice who we didn't mention in that conversation in the ACC. Florida State, well, who's almost an afterthought well, Florida in State. conference. Well, now you've mentioned Florida State, so some of those <laughs> did get mentioned. They play on Sunday night football to open the season in Tallahassee against Notre Dame. That's Isn't gonna is be it going to be UCF Mackenzie Melton, the transfer from UCF, coming back from that injury at the helm for Florida State? I wonder if Florida State can be a live dog in that game. Yep. Irish have been attracting action. Quick break here. Back in a couple minutes. Olympic golf on deck. If you at Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. OddsTrader.com. We have breaking news in the NBA, West. Uh, so we got to put golf on hold, Olympic okay. golf on hold, even though Olympic golf is going to tee off here in about an hour, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Here at 3.30 Pacific. All right. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski of uh, ESPN. We have uh, competing reporters Dueling uh, a Shams and Woj battle here, I'm going to go Matt let you, you go ahead and fire away the Shams report. 
Okay, this from Shams Charania of The Athletic at Shams Charania. The Lakers and the Washington Wizards in, engaged in what are called serious talks on a Russell Westbrook trade to L.A. from The Athletic and also Shams with Stadium. And basically this deal, at least the particulars, he says is being proposed is Russ going to the Los Angeles Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, who did just opt back in. So it would be Kuzma, Harrell, KCP and possibly the number 22 pick in the first round that the Lakers have tonight for Russell Westbrook. All right. Now, Woj had reported previously that um, Kuzma might be in a deal to Sacramento for Kingsguard Buddy Heald. Mm-hmm. So Kyle Kuzma is going to be on the move somewhere, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. And, and so it looks like might be Montrez Harrell as well. And, you know, when looking at these deals, I know Russ is the big star here, but it almost seemed like maybe Buddy would be wow. a little bit better field or fit right. for the Los Angeles Lakers. They need a shooter. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think they got to try to get Buddy healed as well. Okay, within the last 30 seconds now, Woj has tweeted again, the Lakers are near a deal to acquire Russell Westbrook from the Wizards for Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, KCP, that's Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and a 2021 first-round pick. Which would be the 22 yeah. pick in tonight's NBA draft. So, uh, you know, Look, they're go- they're going with Russ here. Russ wants to chase a ring here, obviously, and they're going with the bigger star. I do still stand pat here that I think Buddy Heald is a better fit with what they have right now, but uh, certainly making a change. The Lakers obviously uh, not happy with what they have. I'm guessing, you know, hey, move AD to the five here because you are trading a big guy off the bench mm-hmm. in Kuzma. So uh, looks like uh, maybe they're kind of following that Bucks pattern. Uh, in terms of, like, how they played Giannis in the fi- at the five in the finals, well, put AD at the five. The Lakers, like you said, need a shooter. And uh, Russell Westbrook's not a shooter. Yeah. He's a playmaker. He's not a shooter. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, players I like a lot. But uh, the Lakers do need to make a move because uh, Dennis Schroeder was not the point guard to fit. And, and he Lakers. wanted all that money. Uh, he was like, yeah, you can tell that story walking, brother. I don't know who's going to pay uh, – I don't know who was going to pay him that type of money. All right, Woj also reported Brooklyn has traded guard Landry Shamit, former Wichita State star, to Phoenix for Javon Carter and the 29th pick in tonight's draft. The Nets now own picks 27, 29, 44, 49, and 59 in tonight's draft. Uh, so a lot happening right now in the NBA West, or at least uh, – the wheels are in motion for some I, big deals. I'm guessing uh, I, I want to see what the Nets are going to do with Spencer Dinwiddie if they're going to keep him as kind of a guy off the bench because he, of course, was out this year. You're clearing Shamet off the roster, so maybe they bring him back. Uh, one other trade, by the way, a little bit more of a minor trade, but some names moving. This with Memphis and New Orleans. Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe are now Memphis Grizzlies, the 10 and the 40 pick, and also the 22 uh, first-round pick of New Orleans now goes to Memphis. Young Jonas Valanciunas coming back to the Crescent City along with tonight's number 17 pick and the 51 pick. All right, let's uh, wrap up Olympic golf in the first round. Before the second round begins here in about an hour, Sepp Straka, the leader, at eight under. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys in the hunt. A long way to go in this uh, event. There's no cut, by the way, in the Olympic golf event. 60 players, correct? And, yes. Uh, uh, actually, one of my guys, Siwoo Kim, got off to a decent start, three under. Uh, yesterday, Siwoo from South Korea, Paul Casey, a guy you talked me into playing, uh, four under, so that's a solid start for those guys. And uh, Xander Shoffley right there in the hunt at three under, Colin Morikawa and Rory McIlroy at two under with Abraham Answer. Uh, there's, a, there's a log jam between uh, 
basically six under and yeah. two under at the leaderboard. And I, I don't think Sepp Straka is going to run away with this. Do I don't either. Actually, uh, Sepp Straka and Thomas Peters were in that first group off the D yesterday. Oh, you have Peters Thomas Peters shot. is yeah. somebody that I have. And by the way, the Belgian led the field in strokes gained off the tee and strokes gained approach. So you're thinking, man, he should be leading this damn thing. But yeah, but nevertheless, he's two back of the Austrian Sepp Straka. Thomas Peters did lose about .6 strokes on the green. So uh, he struck the ball very well. I think Xander Schauffele, somebody asked me in terms of an in play i'm going to stick with my guy paul casey but xander shoffley at two and a half times his price only three under par obviously this is a uh, readily scorable course here over in saitama japan who do you think is going to make a big move today if i said you can pick one guy to make a move today who would it be i'm going to say xander but don't be surprised with justin thomas either bogey free but by the way he had 18 pars the old uh, david sims and 10 cup i'll take That's them all crazy. day 18 of them do Hard it and i'll own home. you all right Dodgers Giants update and uh, more MLB next year on my guys in the desert. Paul Stone just texted me and said, where's the VSIN college football betting guide? Well, Paul, it's out right now. We'll make sure you get it in your inbox. The 2021 college football betting guide from VSIN is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, playoff teams, and a lot more. Power ratings for every team. A lot of numbers in there from uh, Steve Mackin. And now is also a great time to get your all-access VSIN subscription, including our College of Pro Football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire season. Get your college betting guide for $19.99 or the all-access trial at vsin.com slash subscribe. All right, uh, Wes Reynolds, we have baseball action, and the Reds trying to close out the Cubs at Wrigley Field. Your Cincinnati Reds trying to salvage the series, and it was a big one, and they do it. The Reds now close it out. Seven to four over the Cubs. Joseph Daniel Votto, six straight games with the home run, including going deep today. So now a seven to four win over the Cubs. Obviously, uh, the Reds take three or four from the series, 15 and nine in July. Reds have been trying to shore up that bullpen. They got Givens. They, of course, got Luis Sessa from the New York Yankees. So uh, making some periphery moves, hoping to get Castellanos back. We thought maybe a couple weeks ago, if uh, if if they fall off a little bit, that they were going to eventually trade Castellanos, but evidently not the Reds feel that they can go for it they're five back of San Diego from the wild card still seven back of Milwaukee but not out of it necessarily so uh, we'll see what the Reds elect to do if they're going to make any more moves you got to think the Chicago Cubs are going to be they're not they're far from done making moves it depends on just how many they're going to move on from they've kind of made those periphery deals sending Andrew Chafin off sending Jock Peterson a couple weeks ago to Atlanta but those aren't the big names that we expect to move from Chicago we fully expect uh, Chris Bryant, uh, the rumors have been out there. The Mets, a couple other teams have been out there. Craig Kimbrell probably brings you the most immediate return. I think the if, Dodgers got to get Kimbrell. Yeah, I, I do too, after what we saw out of Kenley Jansen last week. So, look, in terms of the expiring contracts for the Chicago Cubs, you do have Bryant, you do have Kimbrell, you do have Javier Baez also expiring. Uh, they did also send Ryan to 
Perra to the south side of the Chicago White Sox. So uh, Cubs and the White Sox uh, do make a trade deadline deal. And, and you also have Anthony Rizzo. So you got a lot of expiring deals here for the Chicago Cubs. I don't think they're going to move everybody, but there's a couple pieces now. The Cubs four games under 500. A couple of those big names are going to be on the move. Well, the Cubs got to keep somebody who's going to be the face of the franchise. Right. You can't trade Bryant, so, Rizzo, Baez, yeah, and everybody they're else. They're probably so. going to do, yeah. I would gather, two of the four are going right. to go. Kimbrell's got to be one gone. of them. He's going to be gone. He's, and, he's not a face of the franchise yeah. guy anyway. But And uh, either Bryant or potentially right. Rizzo, I could see being on the move here. Uh, the Cubs sitting those guys out, some of those guys out. Uh, yeah, Brian Rizzo sat today. Yeah, sat today amid the trade uh, rumors with the trade deadline a day away. The Reds closed minus 126 at, Riz- at Wrigley, total of seven, and the Reds went at seven to four over the Cubs. So an easy, uh, easy win for the Reds this afternoon at Wrigley. Uh, Dodgers and Giants in San Francisco, David Price and Johnny Cueto, and the Dodgers closed minus 118, total of eight and a half here at the South Point. And uh, right now the Dodgers lead the game, excuse me, Giants lead the game 4-0. And uh, the underdog jumping all over the Giants early here today. Yeah, battle of the bullpens now as Cueto and Price both out of the game. Johnny Cueto only gives up four hits, probably one of his better outings of the year. Because if you look at a starting five in a rotation, he's probably been that number four slash number five starter because Gaussman's been so good. DeSclafani, I think Logan Webb has been a nice surprise. So, that Johnny Cueto, uh, encouraging to get a very good outing out of him because if you look, I often like to compare those ERAs with the XFIPs, and they're pretty much equal and have been all season with Johnny Cueto. It's been about four pretty much across the board, so he kind of is what he is. But Johnny Cueto at least looks like he's on his way to a win if the uh, Giants can put up some more here. Cueto pretty uh, sharp today. Five and two-thirds innings, four hits, five strikeouts, and uh, he's got a 4 nothing lead. He is out of the game after five and two-thirds, but he was a lot better than David Price. Price, who went four and a third with uh, four runs, three earned uh, today in the Giants. Again, 4-0 on the Dodgers this afternoon in San Francisco. One more game in progress as we speak, and it's uh, Phillies and Nationals. And uh, the Nationals lead that game 7-5, to bottom of the seventh, Wes. Yeah, and uh, real quick before I go to that game, uh, this from uh, Taylor McGregor, who is the marquee sports reporter for the Chicago Cubs, kind of observing that Chris Bryant remaining in the dugout, kind of seeming to take it all in here because it looks like he's going to be on the move, look to be getting emotional as he finally got up to leave. So I would expect within the next 24 hours, Chris Bryant is on the move. Yeah, Bryant's more likely to be on the move than Rizzo, right? yeah, 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 I would think so. That's certainly the rumors you've been hearing. By the way, bottom of the seventh here, two seven-inning games, a second game of a doubleheader with Washington and Philadelphia. Philly's got runners on the corners here with two outs. Uh, Philly's trying to avoid that sweep. Scherzer got the win over Zach Wheeler in Base game is one. loaded now. Yeah, three to one, and now it's uh, seven to five here in the bottom. And look, the Phillies were that team that I did bet at six to one. I said, okay, they're going to be the team, I think, in the NL East that's going to make a run here. They now find themselves one game under 500, and really it's like they've been trading money back and forth. They've basically been trading wins and losses, haven't been able to uh, get over that hump and really uh, chase down the New York Mets. you got to think are also going to be active here during the deadline. Already got Rich Hill from Tampa Bay last week. But right now, two outs, sacks pack, bottom of the seventh, seven to five Nats, JT Real Muto trying to bust this game open. Yeah, with uh, JT up, the Phillies got to like their chances here with bases loaded and two outs trailing by two in the bottom of the seventh. That would be the, uh, one, one of the uh, main guys you would want at the plate. I was looking for a live line on this, and the live line just went off the board. Anyway, uh, we've got some finals in baseball 
uh, today as well. And uh, we got some games tonight. We're going to handicap later. The Nationals beat the Phillies 3-1 in the first of the doubleheader. Braves beat the Mets 6-3. We talked about the Rays. A two-touchdown win over the Yankees, 14 to nothing. Garrett Cole bombed, and that went out to Trop. The Royals blanked the White Sox, 5-0 in the Reds, uh, as we just talked about, uh, complete the win over the Cubs, 7-4. Yeah, and looking at this Braves team, they are now one game under 500. It's like, what are they going to do? Are they going to decide? I know Ronald Acuna Jr., of course, now out for the season. But are they going to kind of say, maybe let's wait till next year, discretion, the better part of Valor? They're far from out of it. Obviously, you look at the Phillies, they're one game under 500, too. So it's like the Braves are right there tied in second with Philadelphia and not too far back from the Mets. Mets 54 and 47 now. So you got the Braves team that's essentially four back. You got to think that they're going to do at least a little something here. Yeah, you would think so. Uh, how about the Yankees today closing as favorites at the Trop? It was basically based on Garrett Cole's name, right? Yankees minus 128, total of seven and a half, and Cole got knocked out early in that one today. He did, and uh, Tampa Bay, by the way, I don't think they're done here at the deadline. They are looking for some kind of starting pitching. Uh, Jose Barrios, I know Toronto, the Dodgers, the Yankees, hearing the Tampa Bay Rays could be involved there. Twins may move two starting pitchers. Maybe they move Maeda as well. So Tampa Bay, I do think, needs another starting pitcher to make this run here in the AL. Oh, no question. All right, we'll uh, watch this JT Real Muto at bat. He's got two strikes on him, bases loaded. Phillies down five, bottom of the seventh, back here in a couple minutes with uh, more baseball betting. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Casino West. I'll give you one guess where we are right now. We're in the OddsTrader.com studio. Well right said. The fabulous South Point Hotel and Casino. You got that right. From the OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. OddsTrader.com. We have more breaking news in baseball. Now, the Padres are close to a deal for Max Scherzer, the Washington Nationals ace. And uh, it was supposedly a competition. It was reported the Giants, Dodgers, and Padres were competing for Mad Max. It looks like Mad Max is going to San Diego. Wes, who are the Dodgers going to settle on uh, in the starting pitcher market? Yeah, do we have the old uh, Peter Jennings world news tonight, like a breaking news theme when yeah. something happens during the show? Unfortunately, we do not. But looks like uh, they're missing out on Scherzer, but the Dodgers looking at a left-hander. Of course, the left-hander David Price went today. Maybe they didn't like what they see and want to put David Price back in the bullpen. So Danny Duffy looks like he is heading to Los Angeles, along with Russell Westbrook, apparently, uh, to the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, currently on the injured list. So that's got to be approved. I guess he's a, a 10 and five guy. This was per John Heyman, but Jeff Passan of ESPN broke this deal. So Danny Duffy uh, looks like he's going to be coming off the injured list. Dodgers add another left-hander to that rotation. Well, Dodgers are, uh, I think, making a pretty good move there. It's it's not a big headline grabbing move, but Danny he's Duffy's a steady Eddie. Yeah, he's a steady left-hander who can help the Dodgers. And as we saw today, you really can't count on David Price, yeah. another lefty starter. Uh, Duffy's an upgrade from Price, right? Yeah, I would think so. A guy that you can put in the back uh, end of that rotation. Look, uh, another left-hander because Urias has kind of been up and down, not really down at the bottom here, but, you know, he he can be a little inconsistent. So, you know, needing another left-hander just in case. And, uh, you know, we're going to see what the uh, what the Dodgers can do to shore up that rotation with uh, Trevor Bauer not likely coming back the right. rest of this season. All right, we have a lot of NBA news to talk about. We're going to put that on hold. We'll do that at the top of the next hour. So at 3 p.m. Pacific, we'll hit the NBA. Wes, let's go over tonight's baseball card and what's left of it. we got a, a lot of finals and games in progress right now in MLB, but some good games tonight. And uh, one of them is in San Diego. Rockies and Padres. And Rockies have been a train wreck on the road. They did give the uh, Angels fits the past couple days. Uh, Angels had their hands full with the Rockies. Kyle Freeland here against Joe Musgrove who threw a no-hitter at Petco Park earlier in the season. It's been kind of a rocky road for Musgrove since, but he's a big favorite tonight. At the South Point, San Diego, minus 270, total of eight. I don't know if you've watched uh, many Padres games lately. Yesterday, uh, the crowd was kind of dead because the A's jumped out to a 10-0 lead mm -hmm. and just uh, knocked out the Padres early. The crowd's been electric at Petco yeah. for these Padres games, and if they pick up Max Scherzer, uh, there's going to be a new level of excitement, I think, in San Diego about what this baseball 
organization is trying to do here. Yeah, I would think so, too. And on that Rocky side, you mentioned their road woes. I would fully expect that they are going to be a mover here within the next 24 hours. Trevor Story is going to be on the move, Trevor right? Story, perhaps Herman Marquez, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even John Gray. One of those pitchers is going to move because there's a lot of teams, as we said earlier about Jose Barrios in Minnesota. you got at least four teams calling on them with Toronto, with Tampa Bay, with the Yankees, with the Dodgers. So maybe they could still be involved there. So one of these rocky starters is going to be on the move. 270 here, I'm obviously not not going to lay it. Cal Freeland, he's settled down a little bit lately. His numbers have gotten better, but he's been kind of all over the place right. this season, in and out of the rotation. So nothing for me on this late-night game in Petco. Rockies 11-38 and 38 on the road. Yeah, nothing for me on this game either. I think I would maybe look at the over, over 8, or play the uh, Padres on the run line, but I don't make many run line bets and mm-hmm. probably going to be a pass. One more game in the National League that we should talk about, and that's uh, Brewers and Pirates. Freddie Peralta, a uh, right now minus 180 at Pittsburgh against Chad Cool, total of eight. This is a guy that I do want to bet against, though, in terms of the numbers. Freddie Peralta, and look, they're getting the money today because obviously the Pirates are, are dreadful, but Freddie Peralta this season, 234 on the ERA, 374 on the XFIP. You look at the batting average balls in play, which often measures luck in terms of a starting pitcher. About the league average is going to be around 300. 168 for Freddie Peralta. That is one of the lowest I've seen, mm-hmm. maybe the lowest in the entire uh, Major League Baseball in terms of a starting pitcher. So it's like, I got to lay 187, 190 with this guy on the road. I know it's the Pirates, but it would be Pittsburgh or nothing here for me. Uh, by the way, the Brewers have been a good road team. 31 and 18 yeah. away from Milwaukee. Talked about the Rockies on the road. They are 11 and 38 on the road this season, the Rockies. All right, let's get to, to the American League. And we've talked about the games that are final. I think the, uh, the game that means the most tonight is going to be the Blue Jays and the Red Sox in Boston. It's a uh, 4.10 p.m. start here on the West Coast. Hinjin Rio goes for the Blue Jays against Erod, Eduardo Rodriguez, and the Red Sox right now, minus 117, total of 10 and a half here at the South Point Sportsbook. Yeah, and Erod is one of those guys you're waiting to see some positive regression on. 523 in terms of the ERA, but only a 334 on the X-Step, mm-hmm. which is really outstanding to be that low. He's had some rotten luck this year, 355 in terms of batting average balls in play. So I am not against this move. I'm actually going to be with this move, and I think I'm still going to bet it. Even though it's moved about five or seven cents, I still think there's some value on the Bo Sox here tonight. Do you think the Blue Jays have a chance to make a run. We were talking about all these teams making moves at the trade deadline. We're not hearing anything about Toronto. Yeah, they've been mentioned a little bit loosely with Jose Barrios, but the thing about Toronto, if you look at it, I think they're a year away. Mm -hmm. Like next year, I think that they could be a real contender. They've got some good young arms uh, with Manoa, obviously, Vlad Guerrero Jr., and all these young kids that have kind of come up over the last couple years in that lineup are starting to, you know, really kind of find their peak here a little bit where it's almost a little bit Astro-esque when when it's like, okay, we call up these young kids, we let them learn a little bit, get a couple years under their belt, and then all of a sudden they have something. Now they're in one of the most competitive divisions in all of baseball, say for the Baltimore Orioles. But I do think Toronto is competitive right now. I don't think they have enough to get in the playoffs. I think that they're a year away. Well, like I've said with the Yankees, too, I think the Yankees got to make some of these moves right now with an eye on the future, an eye on 2022. You got to remake this lineup uh, right now. If you don't make the playoffs, so be it. Uh, you got to put yourself in position 
to be better in 2022 than you are mm-hmm. right now. So the Blue Jays could make a move now uh, with an eye on next season. But you're right. I think the Blue Jays are a year away. The Yankees have got to make some moves now. And uh, Joey Gallo, the first. We'll see what else the Yankees do uh, to change that lineup. I think Kyle Schwarber would be a great addition. I've only, only been saying that, West for about three years. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, so have I. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, okay, uh, if you're not going to have my Indiana University brethren, Kyle Schwarber, in a Yankees uniform, then maybe uh, a local Cincinnati product, that yeah. being Mr. Schwarber, could play for the Reds. He'd probably hit very well at the GABP. Sure. But surely uh, that right field uh, porch on Yankee Stadium would be very attractive for Kyle Schwarber. Yankees have been trotting out a lineup with no lefty power. Yeah. The one left that's been in and out of the lineups, Brett Gardner. It's like, how do you, can do you know what stadium you play in, guys? Right. Uh, that that I mean, you can have even mediocre hitters, and I don't think Kyle Schwarber, at least from right. a power standpoint, is a mediocre hitter. He is way above average, but even mediocre hitters can hit twenty-five or thirty bombs in that yard. I mean, Shohei Otani is the premier left-handed power hitter in baseball yes. right now, but Joey Gallo and Kyle Schwarber aren't far behind. Exactly. Uh, the Yankees put those two guys in the lineup. It's a totally different look. Brian Cashman has been asleep at the wheel for too long. Uh, Erod for the Red Sox has not faced the Blue Jays at Fenway since mm. April. He faced them on April 20th, and that was a 4-2 Red Sox win. He went six innings with two runs and uh, two strikeouts. You talked but, about uh, Cashman being asleep at the mm-hmm. wheel. It's almost like uh, that old Seinfeld episode where the boss was like, chaos does not work for the New York Yankees. Not <laughs> while I'm running the show. Yeah. But apparently it is working because uh, the two sons, a uh, <laughs> little bit stingy with the wallets, uh, they're not they're, they're not the killer that their daddy was. Well, Hal Steinbrenner's running the show right now. Yes. Hank is dead. But uh, Hal, okay. ha- yeah, Hal Steinbrenner's running the show, and uh, – uh, Hal is not aggressive like his dad. No. No. Not at all. Uh, the A's and the Angels tonight in Anaheim. Frankie Montas, Dylan Bundy. Can you believe we're sitting here on July 29th? Dylan Bundy's got one win this season. Uh, the A's off that big win yesterday in San Diego, minus 135 against uh, the Angels. Total of nine. Yeah. We're going to see if the Angels uh, can kind of hang in there. They've kind of been waiting for Mike Trout when eventually he is going to uh, go ahead and come back into this lineup. But where I would look here is the total. I I would look at the over here. Uh, uh, Frankie Montas, in terms of, uh, you know, gives up some content. He allows, uh, I believe, Mm 45.4% hard hit rate at a time. Angels have been very good making contact over the last two weeks, a little bit about over 78%. Dylan Bundy, we know he's going to give up content. And uh, A's have plenty of guys that they can tee off on Dylan Bundy. So I don't disagree with the price here in terms of the Oakland A's at minus $1.35 and actually now starting to see some a little bit below $140 in the market. But where I would go here is the overnight. How do you like the uh, Starling Marte move for the A's? I do. I think that they could use a little pop here. You've seen a couple guys this year maybe not produce as much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt Chapman's been a little bit down this year uh, for the Oakland A's, and they've obviously tried to reshore that bullpen, too. They've got Andrew Chafin from the Cubs. So, you know, they're going to be fine, I think, in terms of the pitching. And by the way, going back to Miami in that trade is Jesus Lazardo. So Miami at least has some decent young arms. They're not a factor, obviously, but uh, with uh, some of the guys, Lopez, and 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 Rogers and now Luzardo. They got a nice little starting staff there in Miami, but they don't have anybody to hit the ball. No, but I tell you what, I really like what Derek Jeter and the Marlins are doing in the, from a front office perspective in terms of compiling arms. They get, get good some, on one side of the ball. Yeah, right? they got some exciting young pitch, pitchers, no doubt about that. Luzardo's an intriguing prospect to pick up uh, from the A's. 
Uh, by the way, the update in Philadelphia, JT Romuto did hit a two-run single in that game and tied it at seven, but the Nationals have uh, retaken the lead here, eight to seven. Nationals up eight, seven, top of the eighth, and it looks like Nationals now have the bases loaded with two outs. Giants still on top of the Dodgers, 4-0 in the uh, bottom of the seventh. And uh, our number two today, we'll talk more baseball with uh, Derek Stevens and Mike Palm from Circus Sports. We're also going to update the uh, NBA news. It's been uh, wild and crazy today in the NBA. What has happened, what could happen. We also have the NBA draft tonight. So that and a lot more next on My Guys in the Desert. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 